see on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Before you checked yourself in here, you were working as an exorcist and master of the dark arts. That says master, does it? Well, I should really change that to petty dabbler I hate to put on it. Bollocks. I'm addressing the entity inside. Hear my words! Hello and welcome. You're listening to DC on CW Constantine Edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app. It's available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. And you can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. We are also now live on Twitch with every DC on CW broadcast. You can find that at twitch.tv by searching Rain Man Digital. Um, so, once again, it is myself, Lauren, and Bob. And uh, we're here talking about Constantine, getting everybody caught up or refreshed and ready for... Refreshing ourselves. Some of us for the first time. Yeah. Is it really refreshing then? I don't know. Like, it gets me, I, I want to say, uh, maybe refresh for the new season, like getting like spring training wise. I'm getting the kinks out of how to like <laughs> get shit running. Cause I almost started the show without pushing record. I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. This is, this is our spring training for sure. Tickets are discounted. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So. Today, we're going to be breaking down and discussing Constantine Season 1, Episode 2, The Darkness Beneath. John investigates a miner's death, a miner's death in the, in a small town in Pennsylvania. He dies in his shower by fire. Super strange. Super inexplicable. Mm, weird. Mm. Um, this is a extra spooky and ambient edition of if you guys hear lightning strikes i am not playing sound effects because we just started the show and one of the arizona monsoons just started rolling through so we have raindrops and lightning and all kinds of things going on raining pretty heavy too so there's if oh my god yeah so if you hear any of that in the background that's uh, not production value that's real life i'd love to take credit for it yeah but here we are. Um, all right. So this particular episode was I directed. I specialize in fart sounds, not lightning. <laughs> Farts and uh, the occasional offensive joke. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, so this episode was directed by Steve Schill, written by Rockney S. O'Bannon. What a, what a name. Rockney S. O'Bannon. Um, so there's a few things that we kind of want to talk about first. Um, this is very different than the premiere, the pilot episode. It's got a way different feel. I'm, Constantine feels the same. I'm but. glad you warned me. Because <laughs> I, I would have been like, what the hell did I just, what happened right here? When did I start watching? When Did did universes collide? Did John Constantine go into Law and Order? Yeah, Law and Order's, uh, you know, Supernatural Edition. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. It's basically what it is. So, um, So we talked a little bit about it last week. Um, Liv is out. Zed is in. Zed is the new Liv. Um, 
There is Claire. there is no live. There's only Zed. Yeah, clairvoyant is the new. I don't know. Train seer. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to call her powers. Um, but I like her a lot more. I, I like Zed a lot more than Liv. A hundred percent. Um, I could have tolerated a season with Liv, and maybe she she would have really grown as a character. Um, maybe the actress would have really found her her like zone with that character. Yeah, because we've we've seen know. that before, where we've grown to love characters that were just like you're fucking horrible. Definitely. Um, we've seen it happen like way after the fact of a character being introduced. <coughs> Wally West. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, just even look at like White Canary from Legends. Yeah. Yeah. If you would have like the original Black Canary, that's not the same person we have now. I wasn't. I wasn't always a big fan of Sarah Lance, and yeah. I'm one of her biggest fans now. So you know things change. So yeah, I mean it's just it could have gone really well with Liv. Who knows? But I like Zed right off the bat a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said last week, I feel like she's a totally like. PG version of of Tulip from Preacher. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it, it, your description hit the mark. <laughs> so, um, also gone from this episode though was anything else established in the premiere? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was nothing. Like, no house, no angel, no you know partner, no anything. You know, yeah. and I was just like, it just felt so weird to me that they went ahead and change so much about the show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again we don't back in the day it was always we'll film the the pilots and then maybe it'll get picked up yeah you know and who knows what the hell happened between the pilot getting picked up getting aired and then actually filming that second um the second episode but it, it was definitely yeah a, a, a lot different feel. <laughs> the only thing consistent was Constantine. Yeah, definitely. Um, the universe itself sort of, sort of felt the same, but it was much less horror-y, yeah. much less like dark movie, and much more like supernatural mm-hmm. a little bit. Like yeah. honestly, um, it had a supernatural feel to the episode of like. Oh, I met this person. She has a skill that's relevant to me and what I'm doing. Um, I'm in a place. I'm investigating a supernatural mystery. And now we solve it. And we send the demons back from whence they came. And then we wrap it up and put a little bow on it. And then we go on to next week. Yeah, it was a very, like, Sam and Dean save the day episode. It was kind of weird to recognize that format and then in addition to that sort of format in itself you know it it, it's reminiscent of something else that happens with all the dc on cw shows you know we've got that villain of the week sort of thing yeah and monster of the week whatever and honestly i wasn't sure after that premiere i thought we were gonna have to figure out what happened to her dad and what was going on there and obviously that's scrapped yeah I mean, yeah. again, I've only watched the first three episodes, but I'm going to assume that is completely gone because even when they went to the the, the preview of la, the la, what happened last week on Constantine, yeah, there was no mention of even I don't think her name. It was just like, oh, we run into this and blah blah blah, and it was like, no, don't mention the girl. Can we not show her? Yeah, I don't think that there's well, 
you I feel like you she would have to get some sort of royalties or something for if they showed her even in like the the preview. You know, she's still airing. <laughs> we go to IMDb. She's like, I was in episode one and two. <laughs> Direct your attention to the preview for mm, uh, yeah the episode. Did you fast forward? That if you did, you missed me. Right. Blink and you'll miss it. Um. So yeah, it just it it obviously took a turn. It's not going to be covering the same stuff anymore. It's not going to be like exactly the same feel. And now that underlying story of, hey, I'm a creepy angel dude and I need you to do something for me still stands. That's still there. Yeah. But we don't see that this episode. No. Um, and we don't hear anything more yet about the little girl, Astra. Um, and yeah, I think the bishops are just like, that's a thing of the past. Goodbye. Like, oh, well. Thank you. Come again. Just done. Um, do, you, do you think they went this route because we were just so thrown into like the Constantine lore right off the bat? It was like, he's damned to hell because he did this to her and this and this and this. And it's like, let's rewind a little bit. This is kind of what some universe he's building about. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, it was a lot. It was like drinking from a fire hose if you're not, you didn't know Constantine. Yeah, I mean, I I don't disagree. I I don't think that's out of the question. You know, I don't think that's unreasonable as far as an explanation goes. Um, it was a lot, and they did decide to go a different route. You know, f- from kind of the beginning, like right after that episode, they decided to go a different route. So, um, I'm not. I I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case at all. Um, and I'm not. I'm not against the changes that I've seen. You know, I, I, the pilot episode is always going to be a little bit more of a wow factor. Usually if you're piloting or if you're like pitching it to a big network like NBC. Um, so yeah. Oh, well, show us what you can do and don't hold back. Cause if not, you're not going to get picked up. AKA wonder woman. Yeah. The, the effects still looked good. You know, they were still kind of an interesting story. It was still a little spooky. Whatever. Fine. It was good. It was fine. Um, but so we, we get our, introduction to Zed who was teased at the end of the last episode um and she for damn sure believes in destiny tell you what uh John is absolutely hesitant to even just take her word for you know her having had visions of him yeah. he immediately is just like oh I've seen through so much bullshit yeah yeah you were probably sitting over there sketching me out you know everything's a hustle yeah because he's kind of a hustler himself so (laughs) you know it takes one to know one um and he thinks that she's just i don't know no one special just a just cute girl with circus act but honestly though that is kind of correct she she does have more to her than just i have visions and i paint and draw things and i've been seeing you because she pickpockets his wallet and he doesn't even notice got some skills yeah so and that and like i don't know she she seems like she's not just a regular person you know just catching a glimpse of where she's living the state that it's in it's not bad but it's just scattered with all these drawings something is not 
normal. Yeah. You know, like there's something else going on with her, obviously, to the I, viewers. I, honestly, I just thought it was weird that with like Constantine and like everything that he's seen in life that he was just so willing to be like the the buy it off as a hustle. I think especially with something so specific to him. It wasn't like she was going to some minor and being like, "Oh, well, there's a knocking and you know, using like some kind of you know, urban legend that's going around the town to, to manipulate people. Yeah, but he was also like, he's the new guy in a small town sort of thing, you okay. know? I could see it that um, way. And I think, I think more than anything, even if he doesn't, even if he doubts her actual abilities, mm-hmm. I think more importantly, he's hesitant to just trust someone. Because he knows that everything has a dark side and everything has um, its own tricky ways of of looking out for itself and and hustling and, you know, there's ulterior motives and and I don't really need to take on a young Jedi to uh, train. Right. So even if she does have these abilities and stuff like that, you know, what what is even the point? You know, if he just says, okay, yeah, sure. You've got abilities. Let me just take you on and give you all the answers. I've been looking for somebody to train. Yeah. He doesn't have time for that. He's dealing with (laughs) angels and weird minor. My shit back together. Yeah. Um, so I think it partially also might kind of be a little bit of a test, you know, anyone that's not willing to say, Hey, listen, no, I'm, I am right here. I'm interested in this. I clearly have something that can offer up help. I want to be a part of this and I want to know what you know. Like if they're willing to just walk away from it when he says, yeah, that's cute. But by now, then that's not, that's not someone he's interested in taking on anyway. Yeah. I'm not taking every stray dog and kill. Yeah. If it's just haphazard, you know, whatever, they're going to end up getting themselves killed or getting someone else killed or screwing up a situation because they're not invested they don't care like what what's the point of bringing that person on regardless of their abilities um but she doesn't just have her little clairvoyant abilities she's uh doing some of her own little investigations um so what do you what do you think is the biggest difference between zed and Liv, having seen them both back to back now I honestly, Zed just seems like more of a go-getter, like somebody that's passionate about it. Um, Liv was passive in everything that she was doing. You know, she seemed interested. And, you know, I I saw the storyline there going to where she would learn about her dad and all this other stuff that was going on because she didn't know about it. You know, and I'm going to miss that part of it. But I think I, you know, the more assertive type character is what I get drawn to in TV shows and I think she has that going for her, that she's more willing to get out there and do things and not just be like well John doesn't like me might as well go <laughs> you know and run away right you know where I thought the you know the live character would have done that because we kind of saw that in the first episode where she's just like I don't need you I need the cops bye yeah you know what I think bothered me the most about Liv was that she was shown to be this sheltered normal character her mother raised her with the help of her grandma and um, she just works at a car rental company and just 
you know, nine to five day job, nothing crazy, nothing special. Mm -hmm. She knows the girl across the hall from her and they both just have their little apartments and everything's honky dory and normal. Very friends. And yet she doesn't even like scream when she sees a reanimated dead body that's possessed or when she's like, I think she let out like a, oh my God, when Chaz got like impaled through the chest. Yeah. And then she was just like, um, so what, I mean, what's, what's happening? What's going on? Like, she's just chilling, casual about it. And just like, are we going to talk about what happened to him? No. All right. What? That's not how normal, yeah. stable, n- average people who aren't used to seeing dead bodies and murders and demon possessed, like corpses giant, left and right. Giant holes in the ground and everything else that happened the first episode. Yeah. Her reaction wasn't normal. I mean, I think the only re- normal reaction she had was when the train was coming through her. Like, Oh, we got to run. You know, like, okay, cool. You react to normal there. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, I agree with you on, um, just the overall, character she didn't even react that eh. harshly when she saw her like dead grandma oozing black from her (laughs) eyes and mouth being all creepy and terrifying yeah definitely it was there was nothing there so because she was like spooked and then she was like oh nothing it's it's fine don't worry about it mom i set the necklace down so i can't see it anymore so it's probably not there anymore it's fine out of sight out of mind type bullshit right like what come on whereas zed I, yeah, she's definitely more assertive. She's a little more aggressive. Um, she doesn't really like to take no for an answer when she knows that she can be of some assistance. And she um, she seems like there's a lot more to her than what we've already seen. Because we haven't seen a whole lot. We've seen a little bit of her personality, which is great. But we don't know really anything about where she's from, why she lives the way she does. Uh, where her powers could have come from, whether it's like a family thing or whether it's totally out of the blue, um, what she's seen, what she's been through. But she seems like she's been through at least enough shit to where she's just like, fuck, okay, I can, I can deal with this. That's really weird, but yeah. I've been seeing this shit long enough that I'm okay with it. Or, or at least like I've, I'm, I, I don't know, I guess like, She's seen enough shit of of different sorts. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. she's just kind of jaded a little bit. So she's just like, that's weird. That's a new one for me. But this may as well be how reality is. I guess it's right there in front of me. So moving on. Yeah. yeah. But she, you know, there's no, there's no indication that she's just like, I just, you know, I go to work at the car rental place. Nine to five. That's yeah. it. That's what I do with my life. Go home. I might have a glass of wine, binge some Netflix. You know, like that's that's not the impression you get from her. So her reactions work. Um, the they work on John and Zed work on screen better as well. Oh yeah, I was instantly like, oh, they, these two would get if it was today. They're they're shipped right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt, because yeah. you could just tell between. I mean, even the actors together, and I'm not even talking like the sexual chemistry here. I'm just talking about just like on screen and just her, the way she reacted to him. And it was just like normal human kind of banter back and forth between the two. Yeah. It wasn't so stiff as we saw in the first episode. And I don't want anything romantic between them. I like how their partnership is. I like how their, you know, their banter and their relationship is as... If you if you want to fuck, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. 
That's not right. what he said at the end, but it's close enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> eh, you get the point. Um, so yeah, I think this is a definite, definite upgrade. I feel like you agree. Oh yeah, no, um, without a doubt. Um, I again, I can. There was potential in the original story that I'm gonna kind of miss, but I I do like what they did, and it just it feels more like a show, a complete like working duo, let's say, not necessarily uh somebody that's forced into a situation versus somebody that really doesn't want that person in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's uh talk a little bit about Patreon real quick. So if you want more DC on CW, go to patreon.com slash Rainman Digital to get some. We're constantly adding additional content each and every month, including DC on CW Presents, where the hosts discuss any and all things DC related. Also, we've got uh, Black Lightning as a new series that's been added to our lineup of shows to cover. But in order to hear that discussion, you've got to pledge to our Patreon. When you pledge $5 or more a month, you'll gain access to all of this, plus hours of additional Rain Man digital content. Stuff like this particular show, Constantine Edition. You get you get all everything that everything. you could want. Yeah. Everything. Behind the scenes. Yeah. If you're into Star Wars, if you're into more supernatural stuff, we got all kinds of things going on. Yeah, man. All sorts of stuff. Um, all right. So back to it. John is following a mining incident and uh, some some weird sounds. Some knocking. Yeah, some knock, knock, knocking on the chamber door of the mine. I was waiting for you to start singing. <laughs> no. I was like... Yeah, are we going to get another song? <laughs> Not today. <laughs> um, so, but he, he goes down into the mine. He, uh, I love that John doesn't always rely on magic and like supernatural and mystic sort of trickery. Yeah. Like he's just, he just knows his way in and out of stuff and knows how to like direct people's attention in a regular way. Yeah. He's got that hustle side of him that we see a lot more. Totally. Um, so he, I mean, he doesn't use anything like that to get into the mine. He just distracts like a regular dude and gets on in there. Um, and he knocks on the mine wall. It knocks back. Super creepy. He goes, uh, <laughs> he goes into town and he starts investigating a little bit deeper. Um, he goes to the wake of the miner that was killed in his shower burned alive in there super weird I, not I, what you want no <laughs> I, I was more surprised there i was like oh my gosh like don't you feel that oily gook coming out and the guy's just like just showering like nothing's happening like what the fuck that's always the the grossest thing about scenes like that is people are just like mm, i'm just showering everything's it's good. just blood oh my god just Clean the day off, you know, just wash the day away, wash all my worries away. Oh man, this water feels weird, but that's okay, I guess. That's probably fine. That's okay. Just, I mean, it, oh, now it feels really thick. Oh, now I open my eyes and my mouth. Like, no. What? Stop it. You're disgusting. Man, the mind really got on me today. Like, look, it just feels disgusting. Still. Also, I don't really know anyone that leaves their eyes closed in the shower for a long time. Although, you know, granted, I don't watch people shower, so... <laughs> I was like, oh, what up, creeper? 
I don't know. Like, I don't do that. People normally see me when I'm staring at them in the shower. <laughs> like, my eyes are normally closed in the shower while I'm... I'm masturbating. Washing my... Okay. Um, <laughs> while I'm, like, washing my face and, no, like, no, rinsing stuff. out my hair yeah. once there's soap in it. But... Those things that have uh, been taught to you since you're a little kid. Right. <laughs> do you want your eyes to burn? No, shut them. No. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm not, like... I don't know. I... No, maybe that maybe that stems back to my my childhood. I was very very afraid of the movie Psycho. You just thought someone's gonna run in with a knife? Yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> it was like an irrational fear when I was a kid. I didn't even watch the movie. I went to Universal Studios and, <laughs> and uh, did like the the behind the scenes like movie secrets tour thing whatever presentation whatever it was uh-huh. and they they show the scene and they're talking and what's worse is like it was a behind the scenes thing and, and so they they're were like, telling you it's like syrup going yeah, down they're the like, drain it's chocolate syrup it's not blood and i'm still like oh my god he just runs in there and just kills her <laughs> like i had to shower with my bathroom door open for like years <laughs> and then and then a few years later uh, a family friend of mine got to my house to visit they hadn't been there yet. They just got into town. Um, and the mom comes running in the bathroom and goes, and like, and just like making the stabbing motion with her arm into the shower. And I about shit myself in the shower. <laughs> Why would somebody do that to you? So I feel like maybe I'm a little more. Yeah, right? Why would you do that? I was like, Twelve. I'm glad to see you too. <laughs> Why would any? And she had no idea that that was like a previous childhood fear of mine either. I feel like hours of therapy now down the fucking drain. <laughs> Why would anyone do that? How is that ever the appropriate like entrance? Like, hello, I'm here from out of town. I'm here to murder you in your shower. Like, so enough about my own childhood traumas. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, I feel like maybe I'm a little more alert in the shower than other people. I'm always ready. So you would notice the oil coming I'm out. I'm always ready for someone to swoop in and try and murder me while I'm showering. <laughs> she showers with her own knife, just in case. Yeah. Uh, not everyone has a shower knife. That's not a thing. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> it's not like a poop knife, is it? Yeah, no. No, it's meant for for self defense, not for uh, efficiency purposes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um. What, what what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh god um all right but yeah so the the shower scene oh man super gross i don't know how he didn't notice it was very obviously like sludgy oil and then all of a sudden fire and death all right um at first i was like man how come the wife isn't like running in there like oh i hear you screaming what's wrong <laughs> yeah she said no you told me to cook dinner i'm cooking dinner leave me alone yeah right I don't want to interrupt your shower. I might get the fucking hand again. Yeah. <laughs> Upside the face. Um, power right in the kisser. But she also, I mean, it was very obvious from the beginning scene with them that she wasn't going to be upset about her husband dying. No. Let's be real. He seemed like a prick. Um, and so when Constantine is in the bathroom, he's investigating, he's looking around at stuff and, uh, she all of a sudden starts hitting on him after he sees the coal mark. I feel like that was a defense thing. Like, catch him off guard. Like, don't mind that. What's up? Yeah. But also, 
hey, that douchebag is gone. Want a bone? Yeah. And uh, so for me, it was weird. And I think it's just because the sexuality of Constantine has been pushed to the forefront in Legends. Like every story we heard is like, Constantine's going to Legends. Guess what? He's going to smoke and he's going to bang girls and guys. Woo. Yeah. Living the American dream. Yeah. Tell you what. You know, we're, we're going to be true to the comic. God bless America. <laughs> and so like I looked at like having that thought in my head. I was like, oh, well, look at him go right off the bat. Second episode. Yeah. You know, got, you know, Zed giving him goo goo eyes sometimes. And then now the, like the the widow. So I, I kind of threw it that way. Um, and again, it just might be just because I've the media has turned me. I think the media has turned you a little bit. I don't know. I didn't really look at it that way. But I mean, also, I appreciate that they didn't misconstrue how he is with his sexuality. He's not just like, you want to bang? Let's bang. You're, yeah. you're a human being. I'll do anything. He was just like, no, this is uncomfortable. You're not, I'm not going to, I'm not. Like he died flattered. right here. I'm flattered, but no, Th- I'm going to no go. Thanks. He's like, you're not bad looking. That's not it. It's just, I'm not. Nope. I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you, but no, thank you. Um, But yeah, I don't know. And I think the the Zed goo goo eyes sort of dies down a little bit, which is good. But at first and throughout this episode, for sure. She's like, do I have an interest in you beyond supernatural weird stuff? I, I been, don't know. I've been drawn you like one of the French mm-hmm. women. I've drawn you like one of my Englishmen. Um, you're, but, you're, you're in the stable. <laughs> so, <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> when in doubt, I don't know. I just my my default reaction is just to make a noise. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do here. Ugh. Oh, uh, so but John does take Zed on and and he you know starts he tests her and starts using her visions as a way to uh, solve this mystery and to get through to what the root of this all is stuff like that. Um, and it's pretty cool the way that she's able to use that power. Mm-hmm. It's not just, I see something. It's, it's a full sensory thing where she's, she'll smell things. She'll feel the temperature or she'll feel the sensation of, you know, water over her feet. Um, she'll look around. She'll see where she is and she's able to stay kind of lucid and, and talk with Constantine about it. I think that's the coolest representation of that type of power. Yeah. That I've seen on any one of these kind of comic book shows yeah definitely it's not just like mind reading or something it's it's really cool and like or her trying to put some weird ass puzzle together right right like oh it's a canary and the the wind was blowing and we have to go here to this baseball game you're like yeah what (laughs) she she can say things and it'll you know jog someone else's memory or something you know or 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 spark an idea in someone else's mind you know she goes okay this is what i saw and this is what i saw pretty clearly and then for instance you know oh is i i see a a campground and there's like an armchair there it's by a stream and so constantine says hey is there a campground near here and near near like the river and 
great, cool, awesome. Yeah, it's not like it, the, the Cisco, like, I vibe something, but I don't know where it is and or what happened. And we're going to spend half the season trying to decode it. Um, it's pretty to the point. I like it. So, um, and it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, so we talk about crutches in the shows. Um, you know, the, the get out of jail free card, the, Ooh, I magically happen to have this power or ability <laughs> or this item that allows us to know exactly what we need to do without any real research into it. Yeah. Um, no, no investigation needed. I'm just going to touch something. This doesn't feel like one okay. because it's just clues. She saw a giant cross. John knew, Hey, there's a church over there. It's got a big old cross in front of it. Yeah. So he went, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not, she doesn't have any idea what it all means. She's not just like, oh, I've seen his name is Dr. Mark Brenner and he is the one that did it. You know, mystery solved. It's, it's the wife. Yeah. She, she sees things that lead them. That damn gypsy woman. Where they need to go. <laughs> so I like it. I think it works. Um, I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, like so far, the way they've used it, and you know, we'll get into the one for next episode. You know, where the smells, and that was done so perfectly because it just it didn't like you're like, oh, she's gonna be going off to the hills or whatever, it, or like someone's gonna be wearing perfume. Right? Yes, it, yeah. and it, you know, the way they played that out, it just worked so much better. Of like, wow, that's a smart way to use it, not as just like you said, uh. Let me touch this and I'm like, okay, we got to go to the block of 57th and 4th. I see a name. <laughs> yeah. I, I see an address. <laughs> really go carny with it. Yeah. It'd be like, it begins with an R and T, uh, an X. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so we, we figure out what these spooky coal spirits are. Uh, John figures it out. They are Koblenau, Koblenau, Koblenau. How did he say it? I don't know. I don't know. It's British. Eh, Welsh, actually, which is even more confusing than British because it's like British stuff, but carny, different, but carny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's uh, there's there's a different dialect to it. It's yeah, it, yeah, weird. it's it's different. Um, lesser talked about, I suppose. Um, and I'm pretty sure I butched how he said it. Butchered it, mm -hmm. butched. I don't know. Right. I made them all lesbians. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> butchered it, but so uh, these gnomes are all lesbians. <laughs> Why they're upset? They're uh, they're really really fighting for LGBT rights and <laughs> representation would, that would be the in the CW show. Yeah, right. The gay miners are upset. <laughs> like, wait, what? The Me? gay mining gnome spirits yeah. are upset. Yeah, every time I say miners, I'm. They've seen too many of their gay and lesbian brothers and sisters. And anyone who maybe doesn't identify as either of those uh, die down in the mines and it's just not acceptable. Yes. Um, but okay, so they're, they're, yeah, they're like gnome-like creatures. They haunt mines. Um, and in this instance, they are talked about as um, spirits or or what have you that protect the miners. They look out for them. They kind of, you know... Um, safeguard them a bit you know they're they're there to kind of monitor and protect yeah um they want the miners to be safe but 
I, I did like how they handled that with Constantine, where he was constantly reminding them of what they're there for. Yeah. That it wasn't just like all, all spirits aren't evil. Just like most things, you know, things are misguided sometimes or used improperly. Yeah. And it looked like, uh, when he was getting rid of that first one in the mine, in like the entrance to the mine, uh-huh. it looked like he was perhaps trying to exercise it, you know, the way you would a demon, like, oh, be gone, get out of here. And, and Zed asked him, you know, what did you do? And he said, I just reminded it of what it is, a, a spirit of protection, you know, a, a kind spirit. Um, and that's awesome. I agree with you. I, I don't want to see them just lump everything supernatural into like, it's all evil and Bad. John Constantine is the hero yeah. and he fights it all. Um, cause that's not. I don't know, that doesn't feel realistic. That doesn't feel. <laughs> I almost said it because that's not real. And it's I'm not like, real. None of this shit's real. Yeah, I um, almost said that. <laughs> it's just not real. That's Spirits and ghosts are sometimes real nice. They're some of my best friends. Um, but yeah, and I really like, um, I really like this is something that Supernatural did as well. And I really, really like when shows that deal with myths and lore and urban legends and and monsters and spirits and things like that that are in stories that are actually in the world you know they they have some some actual lore behind them some actual truth yeah. to them of, i was gonna say of, reality based but well i mean it is you know there's stories that really do exist yeah. within history um you know whether or not there are actually you know sasquatches and ghosts and Loch Ness monsters well there we have it um it's official it's official but i mean that's that's a whole other journey into is that real or not but like the stories themselves do exist in our world and it's cool to see it come into the show why why make up shit you know if there's when it's already made up for you it's already made up for you (laughs) just use it um but supernatural did a lot of that too and it's really cool and it was definitely that monster of the week sort of thing towards the beginning of that show especially um I I feel like Constantine is really good at getting himself backed into a corner and then all of a sudden like nah I knew how to handle this and I was trying to let it kind of ride out on its own and I'm getting as much information as I can and now I'm going to handle it um which is what he did with the the wife Yeah He he figured out it was her he went to go see her he let her summon all those spirits uh and then he was just like, yeah, but hey, you know what? Your husband was one of them. So I summon thee, like, yeah. <laughs> get your revenge. Um, and all of a sudden, everything's fine. Yeah. Oh, and we're good. A nice wrap up. Yeah. We blew um, up the mine and now she's dead. Yeah. All done. Um, I really liked the look of the mining spirits or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I thought they looked Cool. It, it was like a bit of practical with just a little bit of effect around them. So they were real people there. Like, you know, when they're jumping out, all I was thinking about was like poltergeist wise when they're coming out of the mud and stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. It, it definitely reminded me of that. And it, it was like a budgeted way to make them look creepy without actually trying to over CGI everything or make a whole costume department. Yeah. Try to figure out a look. It's like, no, these are dead miners. Make them look that way. Just. Leave and, them as is and yeah, muddy them up. They were human-shaped coal 
monster spirit things, but they looked cool. It, it was simple. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like they wear black and they look a little rocky. It was, it, it was cool. They had some like flow to them, like mm-hmm. as far as the, the rock and the movement of them. Um, but it was like, it was nice and simple, but looked cool. They did a great job. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, definitely. And again, it was a budgeted way to do it without like sacrificing too much. Yeah, I agree. Um, final thoughts on the episode for you. I mean, how did you feel overall about the kind of 180 that the show took? I, again, it it was just a shock for me at the beginning just because I like, I expected change. I just didn't expect like a complete format change as it did, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just hope that as we progress into the season, we get back to the bigger story of, you know, what is this angel doing down here? What is going on? And I, unfortunately I know we're going to probably get cut short of only having the 13 episodes that we're not going to get the 22 I don't know how much of the story we're actually going to see play out. I never, I never finished the season before and I heard it's a pretty hefty cliffhanger that it leaves off on. So we'll have to see. Now, I don't know. We we talked about it a little bit l- l- last week. Again, I can see the Zed character coming in at some point into the sh- like into Legends if they could get her back. Yeah. And playing like a key role and like again just him being like I know somebody that can help us. Yeah, like an episode. Yes. Totally. And and I hope this is one of the ones that they Again, we don't know anything about it, but do like reach back to and say, hey, we need you to reprise this character for, you know, come come to Vancouver for a 30 minute shoot real quick because we need you to draw something. <laughs> Fly to Vancouver for 30 minutes. Please and thank <laughs> and you. And then leave right Come away. Oh. Get out of here. We don't want you anymore. That's it. You're done. That's all you're good for. You're washed up, kid. Um, Yeah, honestly, I, I'm not against the... Um, format change. I, I hope that it's a balance when going through the whole season. You know, I'm totally cool with these monster of the week sort of situations, hunting down little things here and there. Um, I do want to get back to that overall story and it does feel it starts to get there. You know, it starts to feel like, all right, there's something deeper. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I still am really happy with the show overall. I still think they did a great job. Constantine, obviously, this is the, the same. He's great. He's wonderful. It was like pilot 2.0. Zed's it good. was like, yeah. let, let, let's establish this character real quick. Episode 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, let's just get it in there. Um, yeah. Overall, solid. Good. Pleased with it. Um, so that's going to be it for today's DC on CW Constantine edition on that very enthusiastic note of like, yeah, good. I'm pleased with it. <laughs> uh, remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man digital app and be sure to follow us on our social media. Twitter's at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW and Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And stay tuned for more Constantine right now if you're listening live. If not, then we will catch you next week. I'll walk my path alone. Because let's be honest. Who'd be crazy enough to walk it with me?